Hey folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio, and this is A Weekly Word. Thank you for being with me today. When I'm thinking about the church year and what I'm preparing for and what's coming up, uh, Lent is the next season that we're going to enter into. Uh, Lent starts on February 22nd with uh, Ash Wednesday, uh, something I'll talk a little bit more about in another podcast here. Uh, but Lent is a time during the church year, it's, it's 40 days long, uh, it goes from Ash Wednesday to Easter, and it's this time that we kind of focus on repentance, spiritual disciplines, looking at our, our life of faith, and it's a time that we tend to take on special acts of devotion. Uh, so it's often a time of fasting. That's what I usually hear. What are you giving up for Lent? Um, and I, I have no problem with fasting. I think that it can be a good spiritual habit for us. Jesus fasted. The apostles fasted. Uh, many Christians across history have um, but I also like the idea of taking something on for Lent, doing something different, and using the season of Lent to enhance your faith life, to, to take on a habit, to try something new. I know that there are people out there who sometimes talk about you know, the spiritual disciplines of Lent and they kind of look at that sarcastically and say, you know, if it's good enough to do for those 40 days, you should probably do it all the time which I, I get it. I, you can make an argument for that. But I also think that it's a good opportunity to just try something for a short period of time. Uh, you have a beginning, you have an end. Uh, if you don't like doing it, you muscle your way through it and you get to the end point and you say, well, I tried something and you learn something from it. Uh, or maybe you get to the end and you say, I really like that. And it's something that you want to maintain as part of your, your spiritual disciplines. And the discipline that I would like to talk to you about today is taking sermon notes, um, which might sound weird. Um, if you, like me, grew up in a Lutheran church, uh, there was a point in your, your catechesis going to confirmation class that you were probably required to take sermon notes. And I remember taking sermon notes, and what I seem to recall is, writing down everything that I possibly could, which is really not the best way to do sermon notes. It's not the best way to take notes, period. Uh, but my experience of taking notes in a sermon uh, is very different as an adult who does this voluntarily compared to when I was a kid and I was required to do it. Um, as an adult, when I've taken sermon notes, and I do like to take sermon notes if I'm listening to a sermon online or if I get to you know, sit in the congregation and be a participant and, and listen to the sermon. Um, I, I like taking sermon notes. I find that to be beneficial. Um, I carry around a, a Field Notes journal. And Field Notes, is a, it's a brand of notebook. Uh, but Field Notes has the saying, I'm not writing down, writing it down to remember later. I'm writing it down to remember it now. There's something about writing something down that helps to make it stick in the mind, uh, to help you to be able to really kind of uh, engage the idea a little bit differently. And, you know, biblically speaking, God's people have written down God's word. Uh, the kings in the Old Testament were required to copy down the law, which we understand that to be Genesis through Deuteronomy. Uh, 
That's a lot of scribbling. Uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 6, in what's called the Shema, where God says to the people, Hero Israel, um, you know, the idea of writing things down where you can see them and remember them is introduced there. It says, write it on your doorposts and you know, bind it to your arms and, and, and these kinds of things. In other words, God's word is written in a way that you can look at it and, and remember his promises, remember his, his commands and all of those things. And in Psalm 119, uh, I believe it's verse 9, uh, the psalmist writes, uh, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Um, well, I think that writing things down is similar to this hiding it in my heart, or it can be part of that process of, of helping God's word sink into us in order to hold on to it for another day so that we can live the life of faith and walk by faith. There is a, a body-brain connection when we write things down. Uh, educators will talk about this sometimes, the, the, the value of taking notes is really helping to ingrain it in the brain uh, for memory. Um, it's not just a, a matter of giving somebody something to do or busy work or something like that. It really is a educational tool. And if we come at our faith in a way that we're saying, I want to learn, I want to grow, I want to help God's word to stick in my mind, I think that this is a habit that it would be worth exploring for those 40 days of Lent. So, I mean, an honest appraisal. Uh, when, when I was forced to do sermon notes, I really didn't like it. But now as an adult, I find it incredibly valuable. I, I really enjoy being able to go back to the notes that I've taken and be reminded. Um, I will in complete confession. Uh, I write things down if I'm listening to other people's sermons, and sometimes I steal them for my own. Um, a good idea is a good idea. Um, and I find this to be something that helps me to get more out of the message. Now, some things to consider. When you're taking notes, how, how do you go about this in a sermon? You know, you, you can do a couple of different things. You can do like I did when I was a kid and you're just trying to write down every point that's made. Um, okay. Um, or you could just write down the things that grab you. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, oh, there was this line and it went something like this. That's good. But I also think that it's worth having a few things that you're, you're thinking about and that maybe you want to grab on to when, when you listen to a sermon and what, what, what I like to take down in some notes. And so, just a couple of questions to consider. I mean, first and foremost, what is the sermon about? You know, most of the time when I preach, anyhow, and I think most preachers do this, they're going to give you a title and they're going to give you a text. And that's probably going to give you a hint in terms of the general direction of the sermon. Unless something happens and they completely, you know, go in a different direction, which, you know, that happens. But uh, on the whole, th that text and that title are intended to give you uh, some thought about what is the sermon going to be about. Um, when you're listening to a sermon, think about what is God teaching me in this sermon? What's he delivering to me in this sermon? So, as Lutherans, we think about God's word in two categories. We think about it in terms of God's law and his gospel. Uh, in the law, 
he condemns our sin and he convicts us of our sin and he teaches us how we should live and all of these things. Uh, and then in the gospel, he gives us forgiveness for our sins. He gives us strength to change by the power of his spirit to live according to his word. You know, so um, what are the law messages? What kind of things is this teaching you to, to confess? What are the gospel messages? How is God comforting you? What's he saying to you regarding your own sin? How does it talk about your forgiveness? And then one other thing to maybe think about is, uh, am I being moved to pray about something or, or someone because of this sermon? You know, a lot of sermons will talk about how the world is working and the temptations that we face in the world. Well, maybe that brings somebody to mind that you know is going through a struggle. You know, maybe that's an opportunity to jot their name down and pray for them. Or maybe it's an opportunity to think about um, the message talks about poverty and you, you jot a note to remember to, to pray for people who are going through financial difficulties in their lives. Maybe you know somebody like that. Or maybe you're just thinking about the economic systems and uh, we've got some inflation going on right now and there are some people who are struggling and you just want to generally pray about the economy. You know, that maybe sounds weird to say we pray for the economy, but, um, you know, God is the God of all things, right? So, you know, think about that when you sit down and I, I really want to encourage you to, to give this a shot. I'll show you a couple of my tools here in the last little bit uh, that I have used, um, not necessarily these specific ones, but these types of things. Um, I mentioned before I use field notes. Uh, I really like these. Uh, it's a good size. Uh, this is one of my favorites. I haven't used it yet. It's from the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. They have some pretty covers, some neat themes. I get a kick out of that. Um, I also uh, like these just kind of plain Jane uh, brown copy with, uh, uh, this is about, I don't know, seven by four, seven by four or something like that. Um, good size, uh, easy to carry around. Um, this is one that I got off of Amazon. Uh, I think I got a bundle of six of these for not a lot of money. Um, and uh, good size lines inside of it, easy to use. And uh, every once in a while, I like to get fancy. And this is a hardcover. Um, I also got this one on Amazon. And uh, the, I tend to use this when I'm going through a series or something like that because I, I use these too when I'm planning. You know, it's a good tool to help you to think things through. And I don't know, as a pastor, I like to think that people are thinking things through in terms of what's been delivered in the sermon and in the service. So Lent is coming. Uh, consider sermon notes as a possible habit to... Uh, to try to grow in your faith life. Thanks for being with me. Have a blessed day. 